0: Luck on Sunday. Proudly sponsored by our Basti Cruel Dubai. There's a lot, but seven is our maximum. We're going to be strict on time. No overruns like last week. Two minutes a topic. We will start. We've done most of it already, but we talk again about Ashin Murphy, champion jockey. What is the future for him now, do you think, Rafe, in terms of... He said, I only rode two Group 1 winners this season, and I'm judged on calibre of success rather than quantity of success. Is that going to shift his priority or not? I doubt it. I think that's just
1: um, symptomatic of what the horses he was getting on, you know, what, what, where his where is, uh, firepower was coming from. I don't think that, that the, the fact that he only rode two Group
2: 1 winners is, is, is relevant at all. Isn't, isn't it kind of impossible to be champion and ride loads of Group 1 winners?
3: Well, I, n- I maybe not that.
2: in his case. I don't know about that. I, I, I don't
1: have a view on that really, Neil, but I, I think he's probably just talking himself down a bit, you know, so
0: I, I wouldn't pay any attention to that, personally. I suppose it's a, a delicate balance, isn't it, between talking yourself up on one hand and mm. talking yourself down on the other hand to try and keep you keep your game up.
3: Yeah. I think that's what makes him so good. Um, he's he's probably hard on himself, a bit critical of himself. That's probably He's probably his own critic and that's what makes him good. It gives him the drive on. He never thinks he's doing good enough, so he... He can he can keep stepping up, but um, yeah, I would like. I would say there was weekends there. I think the Irish Champions weekend. I think I remember him saying he had the option. There was going to be the option of going to France, was it Hong Kong or somewhere, mm-hmm. and there was something on in stateside as well. Um, and there was Ireland. Like there was so many options for group rest. so it's mm. very hard to get on the to be to be on the right horse when you have that many options, you know. But two two group ones is not bad.
0: We saw with Ryan Moore yesterday. Amazingly, not going to Champion's Day and going down under yeah. for for ten sovereigns. That surprised me. And
3: me too. Yeah. yeah, it would have been probably not the nicest trip home after <laughs> way around, <Yeah>. <laughs> the way he ran. At the same time, you take the chances. He, 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 I'm sure there'll be other days for ten sovereigns, and he'll be on them. So. It's probably rock sport ways.
0: Well, there we We covered it pretty extensively earlier in the program. And again, a Sheen Murphy, champion jockey, congratulations. Right, last week we said what's best next for Enable. Uh, the consensus opinion was, I think, retire. They haven't. They've gone on, which is great. Which is fantastic with the sport. She'll race on as a six-year-old. But what kind of campaign should she have, Rafe, if she's going to race at six?
1: Oh, where would you Where would you start a Coronation Cup? Or princess, or prince of Wales, I suppose. I, 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 um, Clips again. I don't know.
0: I suppose yeah. the question
1: is,
2: have well, they
0: d- back from the Ark?
1: Is it is, 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 the Ark? Don't
2: you? I mean, six to one was it for the Ark? Didn't that seem like quite a big price?
0: I don't know. It depends. Do you think she can get any better? Well, did, did she have already? To. She was beaten in it this year, and she was. She might have been beaten in it last year. She was not this had, year. It, it wasn't like great.
2: She was hammered though, wasn't it? But she was beaten. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I think six to one is a. I don't think it's that generous a price. Mm.
2: I thought it was reasonably tempting as these things go, although it's a long way away. And and she's a filly that uh, a mare that has to perhaps you know be wrapped up a little bit. And is it conclusively good for the sport that she stays in training?
1: I think so. I think you know sports about racing horses and you know the the more the greater the strength and depth the better it is for the sport so i think it's fantastic yeah i was was just as surprised as you i have to say were you surprised yeah i didn't think but clearly she came out of it very well and clearly you know she's giving all the right signals to go again and she can only produce one foal a year you know it's not like not like a stallion it's completely mm. the, the inverse and so i i, I think i think uh, it makes very good sense in actual fact you know what she won this year how much money she won as <laughs> denny grim thought mm. pointed out she still won a million
0: quid the mm. other day exactly yeah. exactly what about you dennis
3: yeah i think it was it was a shock that she stayed in trend i just presumed listening to all well, the papers and everything else that she was definitely her last race the yeah, but it's great. It's brilliant for racing that um I think Juddmont are very good overall for racing. Yeah. Like even with Frankel they were good yeah. and um with yeah with lots of horses of theirs they, they tend to keep racing. They don't have to. Um they could send her to stud. It's great for racing. I think she it was it was unfortunate she got beat. Um and I do think it was the ground really like you know, like um it was a pity because like, she is a superstar and mm-hmm. obviously you'd like to see her You'd like to see her unbeaten, but um, that's racing, you know?
0: It is. I wasn't that strict on the bell, I told you I wouldn't be right. Licences. <laughs> Joint licences this week announced by the BHA. You can put more than one name on a licence. Several trainers have already suggested that they will do it. Harry and uh, Kira Fry and uh, Claire and uh, Daniel Kubler. Rafe, do you think it's a good idea?
1: Yeah, it was put forward by the NTF. So it was an idea that came from, from the trainers themselves. I th- I I don't see any problem in it, with it at all as a training bi- business you know the, 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 there is a problem with succession anyway mm. and how you you know when you get to retiring age or when you feel you've had enough whichever mm. comes first how you then Get roll that that business yeah. on, and this is a way of making that happen you know as well and so i think it's I think it's only a positive you know you know i 'm a long way hopefully a long way away from it, but um if my children don't want to do it, and that 's eminently possible um, what happens next mm. you
0: know we'll start with a place and how we then make that work for us and you think it can work with assistance as well you've seen it in australia Gay House I mean. and others have, have moved an assistant in to, to share the license then is it something you'd ever consider
3: um i don't see why it couldn't work but uh personally for me uh not that i'd want to go into partnership i think i think we mm. look at everyone's scenario is different um i'm looking enough that i was handed a place to train um i've great support from my parents and um not everyone's in that position, so it depends where you're at and um don't see why don't see the problem with it, why it couldn't work, but personally it wouldn't be for me. Um I think it's hard enough to do things as my one boss but if <laughs> it get could get a bit divided if it was um you know the different opinions.
0: So clearly it is going to work for, for certain trainers, and the BHA have moved to, to make so that happen somebody, this week. if
2: somebody gets banned, the wife can't suddenly take over anymore. Anyway. Well, I
0: suppose that, was the, that <laughs> was the argument against it, but I think they've managed to iron out that wrinkle. Let's talk about Dundalk, because earlier in the programme, Rafe and Neil were talking about too much racing in Ireland. Trainers, Dennis, are saying there's too little racing, and they need more racing at Dundalk to service the uh, rather bloated horse population.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a big topic in Ireland at the minute. Um... Uh, yeah, I've. I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one. Like, it'd be easy. Say, put on more racing, more racing, more racing. But um, I suppose funding and everything else. Where do you stop? Um, uh, I gave up a couple of years ago. I used to be um, going on about this on Twitter and stuff. And but what written, what was the thrust um, of your argument? I suppose yeah. That's it. I, I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't the facts, and now I have a little bit more. Um, yeah, I used to think it was very easy for them all oh, just 100 entries put on another race put on another meeting. Um, apparently the funding it's not as easy as just put it on. Um, if they're only allocated certain amount of days mm-hmm. for the year and when they lose a day they have a day to put it on somewhere else but when well, they got to find the money.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, to find the money exactly. And At the moment you're in a luxurious position where the prize money is actually pretty good in Ireland.
3: That's it. When that was explained to me I was like, well would you rather be like tracks like Wolverhampton um, Newcastle whatever, all other tracks who have small prize money would you rather be going racing for a couple of thousand um, we're in a lucky enough position in Ireland we have good prize money mm-hmm. I wouldn't like to see it you'd like to see it go up not down um, especially for the lower grade because they are at the same level for the last couple of years uh, it's, a, it's a hard one like it's the thing is the funding and the race courses Um there's the arguments in Ireland that we need another all-weather. Um, I'd definitely be in support of that. Another all-weather track in Ireland. Mm. Yeah. We'll be, More in the south. Yeah, yeah, well, probably biased because I'm in the south. Someone in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tipperary. Yeah. But it would, look, at if it was on, if Dundalk put on another fixture, three fixtures a week, it would have a full cart, no mm. doubt. Mm. But, like, where do you stop? Do we want... I, I know I, I would feel like... I'd enter the horses and I'd run them. Um, equally, when it was explained to me, I don't want... Nobody wants yeah. racing for not to 50 horses. Sure. It's obviously racing's about the best horses. Yeah.
0: Aim up, exactly. Um, the TV future now. Uh, Sir Anthony McCoy in the Daily Mail this week, uh, a piece written by uh, Laura Lambert in the Daily Mail, suggested that uh, racing must stay on terrestrial television. We'll talk about this with Rod Street in a bit because there is a delay in signing this new contract with ITV and I think that they're getting a little bit jittery about that. Uh, Ray, do you think it's absolutely crucial that racing stays on terrestrial TV or if there was a, a big offer from a Sky or whoever, to, to put it, would that, would that balance out the 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 lesser exposure or not I don't actually know the what I think I don't know what the answer is to this I don't
1: I, I agree with you I suppose the, the the comparison is has cricket been served by moving from Sky moving from Channel 4 to Sky did it did that do the sport good did it make cricket uh, 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 better for that move I'm not sure but what the answer is like you but i would personally i would hate to see it leave terrestrial television i think the current team have done a fantastic job and i think you know they promote the sport extremely well so in my view no it wouldn't be a good idea to move
2: neil i think you're right obviously that everything has a price if there's a ginormous offer to go you know to a non-terrestrial tv then that's good but that's a short-term thing isn't it if you've got to think about the long term of the sport i think with cricket it is a good example really people sort of saying you know this world cup was amazing and everything but you know a lot of people couldn't see it young kids need to be able to see that to want to get into the sport uh, <coughs> i think you can take a financial hit of getting less money into the sport to have it on terrestrial tv and there's a there's a premium in that and it's just a question of how big the gap is really. I, I think it can be quite big. I think it's quite important to have it on, you know, to not have necessarily that, ITV, to have that in, Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I hear what you're saying. Let's talk a little bit about prize money, not just because race here, but because it has been in the news this week again, because it's not just the uh, the art tracks. It's a year nearly, hasn't it, since we discussed the the arc prize money cut on this on this show, and you were very vociferous about it, and the boycotts, etc. But it's rolling out across all the all the racecourses now, and some bigger ones as well well, so now um, the Racing Partnership and our uh, Racecourse Media Group have got an idea to try and make up the, that and the levy shortfall, the surprise levy shortfall in another way. So what are we going to do? And how bad's it going to get? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how bad it's going to get, but it's um,
1: the ripple effect of lack of prize money is felt everywhere. I think in the sale ring in the last couple of weeks, I've seen we think we've definitely seen that an effect an effect there. The number of trainers buying horses on spec has uh, dipped significantly, in my opinion. But that's a side issue. I think I think um, I think the bookmakers have um, in recent years have behaved disgracefully over. You know, using racing as a lost leader, and, the, and we're now feeling the effects of that. I think um, if if they can pull off, if if Ark and 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 the racing partnership, um, as it's as it's called, is can pull off the. Uh, the card of, 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 of uh, charging them for 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 on a on a um, turnover basis. basis rather than gross profits. That is a that is a, that, that will make a significant difference. The government have told have told the sport that they that we've got to help ourselves, mm. and this is a way of showing the government that we are helping ourselves. Mm. And so, in the long run, this, if they, if, it, if it happens, I think um, we may see help from the government as well, and then the whole thing gets back to or gets to a point which is sustainable because it isn't at the moment. That is a fact.
0: Uh, happy news this week for uh, customers of Mustard Bet who are, are no longer trading. I must confess I hadn't heard of Mustard mm. Bet which is um very bad but you Well
2: not really. I mean the, the, because the, the, the Mustard Bet to me was one of the most interesting things that's happened in bookmaking in the UK for a long time Even but sadly worse I haven't heard of it. Uh sadly they've stopped trading this week mm. they they haven't run out of money or anything like that they just decided that they were banging their head against a brick wall and that they'd carry on with their other things that they do. Um, But one of the things that was quite interesting was that where we had the thing with BetBright when they um, didn't run out of money but decided to stop being bookmakers, uh, they decided that one thing they could do to save themselves a few quid was to keep all the uh, anti-post money. Uh, And that eventually resolved itself, I think, and some people got got their money and stuff. Uh, But Mustard said everyone that has an anti-post bet um we'll just settle it as a winner. Mm. Uh, whether it was, whatever it was, you bet, you know, Leicester to win the league or something, we'll we'll just pay you as if you've won. Uh, and then we won't have anyone slagging us off in the future as people and whatever and we can go about our lives being happy. Sounds an extraordinary uh, situation. Uh, I mean, yeah, it makes you yeah. wonder why they ceased trading in the first place, don't well I mean they, they were they were, they specialized only in uh they, they tried to run a pinnacle model. So pinnacle is this bookmaker in the Far East. Uh, who basically, they don't do horse racing, um, mostly football, Uh, but they're basically betting on the theory that you put up a price to a small amount, kind of like an exchange. Mm. Uh, You tell people you can only bet this quite small amount, and as people start to bet into it and the market solidifies, they let you have a little bit more, a little bit more. And once you've had a bet, you can have another bet three seconds later, and another bet three seconds later, another bet three seconds later, and the software just keeps slightly changing the prices. And people sort of said, well, this, we've got this thing in the UK where no-one could get a bet on. I've only got ten seconds. No-one could get a bet Happily. on. Uh, and, uh, you know, everyone moans about that all the time. And, and some people say, well, why don't, why don't you just change the prices and then you can take more bets? And, and that's how bookmaking used to work, rather than this idea that you just pursue absolute mugs and try and rinse them out, which is basically the way UK bookmaking's worked in the last few years. Apart from um, the new tote of course. Which is- uh, yeah, of course. But it's, I just think it's a bit sad that... This is the first time someone's actually tried that model in the UK. Pinnacle did run here for a little while. I know I've gone over the time. Uh, and, and sadly, it doesn't work. So we're just back to the <laughs> kind of boring dude. model that we've got, really, in bookmaking.
0: App- I'm a bit sad App- at the demise applications of Muster. for overrun of the programme coming in now. <laughs> right, those were this week's Talking Points.